Oh man! Oh no! I hit the button. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I slipped off. My man got that ring rust. <laughs> I, I completely like hit the slider and then went too far. Mm. It's been too long. Oh man! It's been, too, it's it's okay. been way too long. But we are back at it again, episode one twenty-two of Should I Play That? This this is your your weekly bi-weekly. At some point, we'll figure out like an actual set schedule and you'll know about it. Mm-hmm. But your gaming podcast about the uh, gaming industry and the culture that surrounds it. Uh, it's your boy, SSJ Blackrod, a.k.a. The Great One, a.k.a. Mr. Muckluck, a.k.a. Chris. Because I swapped it that time. Did you see what I did there? I usually say I like Chris. And then... You gave him all the aliases first. <laughs> exactly. And then you, you wrapped it all up with a nice bow. What's that TikTok trend right now? Uh, yeah, keep him guessing, right? Okay. I, I guess. I don't know what the new trend is because they're always changing, bro. It's impossible to keep up. Listen, the, that, that, that trend is actually like, it's dumb. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's funny seeing. So what it is, it's mm-hmm. uh, you basically saying like all right yeah yeah keep them guessing and it's like you like sitting down to like eat food but then you take the food and like you just like throw it in your face oh. or like uh you keep them guessing like you, you you're walking you're walking to the fridge and then you actually just get inside of it and close it wait wait what get inside the fridge yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so so what, how would that work on a podcast we would we would like ooh do the outro right now Oh, yo, thank you for listening to episode 122. Uh, it, listen, I, I, I know this is one of the, the shortest episodes ever. It's a record, but, baby. But we appreciate you listening. Or or we just like end it now and then fill like an hour of dead air. So it just looks like it's a long episode. <laughs> the ultimate April Fools. That would have actually kind of been funny. It's a TikTok trend. You know, you know what's funny? I, I think... It wasn't in like the first year I started doing podcasts, but I've definitely like uploaded it like the wrong file one time. And like it's just I wait, what's cool though is that like I have like like really, really good friends that follow up with the episodes and like they listen to the show and they're like, hey Chris, you, you know the episode you just uploaded is like nothing but like dead air for like two hours. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh snap. Let's go like listen to it myself because like I'll I'll upload it and then like I'll probably like I have, like, a thing where, like, I'll listen to it on the way to work just to make sure it sounds good in, like, cars and everything. Right. But that morning, like, completely didn't, like, do it. And ima- imagine that happening with, like, thousands of <laughs> listeners. Yo, what if, be, you di- what like if you did be, go I, do it? I feel like it would be trending on Twitter. You think so? And I feel with a, with a fairly, fairly nice, like, following. Doing something okay. completely right, ra- keeping them guessing. Keeping them guessing. <laughs> it's in the it's name. <laughs> they were like, "Yo, should I play that?" They won. That's it. Trends over. Yo, that should be our release schedule. Keeping them guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna laugh to keep from crying. <laughs> but hey, man. Yo, James, James, and Rod, guys. Yo, I, I miss you guys. I, I generally like this. This, this feels, this feels good. I feel like. I'm back back at home. Mm. Just mm-hmm. like it's, it's a good you, feeling. How, how, how what about you guys? How you, how you guys feeling? How have you been, Roddy? How you been, my boy? Ah, <laughs> uh, pretty good, man. I you know, Chris, 
Missed you too, man. James, I missed you as well. You know, we uh, we we met just a week ago for pre-show uh, discussions, and and you know that that was that was really nice. A lot of times we hop on, maybe thinking it's going to be like five ten minutes, and we end up you know chopping it up for like thirty minutes. It's mm-hmm. great. You know, it feels feels natural. Um, and you know, lately it's been some of the same grind as it always is. We're all adults, right? We all have to make that money some way. Um, right. But but you know we try to fill that time with uh, with family and and friends and shit and it's been really really nice so so far 2022 has been not 2020 or 2021 so far so far so let's keep that that trend going you know what yeah. okay we'll give it to you mm-hmm. oh Chris is like oh no there's <laughs> oh, some no. 20s energy in the in the room most definitely. <laughs> Okay, but <laughs> no? let's turn that turn that into another reaction gif. Oh God, yeah, yeah. But um, a lot of stuff that you know I've been playing that we definitely need to catch up on. Some stuff we've been watching a little bit. You know, I've mm-hmm. I've, I've crept into the theaters a couple times, not as often as I would like. But I mean, things are things are uh, coming to streaming much faster uh, nowadays. So. That's actually for me the interesting part of all of this is like what are the engagements looking like between theaters and streaming vendors? Mm-hmm. And you all know HBO Max, like what they were on last year, right? 2021. Mm-hmm. They were straight day and date in the theaters, and now it's 45 day engagement, which it still isn't bad. Like that's it's pretty good. Um okay. so yeah, yeah. I don't know. James, what what about you, man? What what's your life been like? Has has everything been good? Life's been good, man. Um moving up in the uh in the workplace. You know, nice, on that daily nice, grind, yeah, just nice. love that. Yeah, um, it's it's just interesting dealing with the, uh, the expectations and the surprises of a hotel <laughs> day mm. after day. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's been fun keeping myself on my toes, having some good time to relax and enjoy. Got to sneak up and see. Well, I got to see Chris for my birthday. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my girl threw a surprise party for us, and Chris was there, and some of the other base squad was there. It was really dope. So nice. shout out to all them for that. Um, oh shoot, what else has been going on, man? Gaming, movies, TV, like you've been saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that'd be a good time to just kind of get into what we've been playing, right? No better yeah. time than the present. Yes. All right. So, like, like I mean, just, 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 you know, just, uh, just to open it up the air because I don't think we've told anybody uh, like the theme of this episode is that this isn't gonna be like our our like normal episodes where. I mean, we normally do start with what you've been playing, but we'll usually dive into like the news, a topic. This one, we're, we're just we're just kicking back this episode, so you know it's gonna it's gonna be a little bit all over the place. Uh, actually, no, I still think it's gonna be structured. What am I saying? Um, but just just sort of like just just kick back uh, in the comments wherever you guys are listening to. Uh, send us messages. What have you been playing in this in this last week? Uh, let us know in the comments and. I'm trying to trying to get some more engagement in mm-hmm. during the shows. Uh, soon we'll be doing live streams again. So mm-hmm. just trying to just trying to you know, uh, I guess foster that, that engagement. Foster that engagement. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say like like shaking up the hive, wake everyone back up. But um, yeah, everyone, what you've been playing? But we're gonna go ahead. I guess we can sort of start off with. I guess I could start off with a, yeah. like a game or two. Um, Seeing how we're coming back from <laughs> a game of the year episode. Sorry, guys. 
Um, you know, um, just life happens. Life happens. But we're back, and you'll start. You'll see. You'll see more consistent content from us. But uh, I guess to start off, like the one we've been playing, Dying Light Two has 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 came and sort of went because I feel like that game came out. And then hundreds of like other games came out like right afterwards. So mm-hmm. first and foremost, I want to say this is this has been like one of the, the heaviest starts of the years that I've ever like like my wallet has uh is, is tired right now. Mm. And at least I feel like we're, now we're in that point where sort of it's definitely slowed down. But man, those first couple of months of, with, with, has like and like with consistently good games mm-hmm. that yeah. I, at like most beginning of the years, I'm, I'm like, okay, I could maybe get like one or two games and like, it should like keep me content for those first couple of months. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in February, it was like back to back to back to back. Yeah. February was brutal. Like all month, pretty much like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that's that's exactly what happened to me in Dying Light Two. So Dying Light Two has been a game that I've been anticipating for. It's been a game that like I feel like me, Rod, we we played like from beginning mm-hmm. to like the end, then going through the DLCs. Like we, mm-hmm. I think we went through like a good, a good chunk. Like I want to say, like I I may not have like platinum that game, yeah, but I I, I sunk in a lot of hours. And stuff. Yeah, we we played the whole game together. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is a, a sequel that I was looking forward to. And I don't know, like it, it sort of came out and I feel like the like gameplay wise, they sort of they 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 know what they want to do based off of like what we've experienced in the first game. So like going into it, the gameplay was was cool, but I feel like the experience uh that you needed to like level up and like mm-hmm. get better abilities. So it, it sort of took a, like a minute to level up. It was sort of a grind. Yeah, that that I think was the biggest killer for for this game is mm-hmm. that it just felt like it felt like too much too quickly. Like it, like it came out at the very top of the month. It was the first thing in Feb- in February, mm-hmm. and right after that, you know, you had games like Horizon and Elden Ring. Like immediately after that, and. I think with Dying Light, I, it, it's, it was so similar to the first one, which isn't a bad thing. The first game yeah. is great. Um, but, but I think they took a few steps in the wrong direction. I think it takes way too long to get going. The game mm-hmm. is gigantic um, in a way that I think when we talk about Elden Ring, like I think Elden Ring has the opposite effect on people. I think people discover more of that game and go, holy shit, I cannot believe that this game is that big. But when you you approach Dying Light Two, you're like, "Oh, holy shit! I can't believe it's this big!" Like it's a it's a totally different uh, vibe that it gives off. Um, I mean, like I played about almost twenty hours of the game, and I think I got to roughly the midpoint, which is of the story, which is where you um, hit the the actual like the main city, like the main place that the game is going to like mostly take place in, and you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no. for, Forbidden West. Oh, oh wow. No. Okay. No, you know what's funny? 
That's the same same exact reason why I've never finished that game. And Wait, really? yeah, oh. I've never, I've never and, and it's not like it, it was a bad game. It's a yeah. great game. Uh-huh. It's just that I it doesn't like it doesn't catch my attention like long enough. Or at mm. least I feel like I'll I'll always pick up the game during a time where there's like a bunch of games like just distracting me. Mm. So yeah. that, that that doesn't like I don't feel like that's faulting. At least for me, I can't say that it's gonna fault the game because I, I think it's it, it it's just it, it's not holding my attention. I think those type of games don't hold my attention that long anymore. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Bro, no, 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 what I think it is. I think we're just getting old, dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the, oh, like, the, like, just think about it, like the amount of time that, you know, we can, like, we used to like throw into these games. Like, yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't do that anymore. I, I think it depends on like, it depends what on the game. The, the, yeah, it depends on what the game is. I mean, we're talking like Final Fantasy. You know, like the older those RPGs could take, you know, dozens upon dozens of hours. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Chris, I, I kind of feel you. Like as soon as I uh, turn, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, I, I just hit like a, a, a wall. Like in terms of my ability to like sit for a long period of time. Now I'm going to directly contradict myself when we talk about Elden Ring on that. <laughs> but I think it's like there, there it, are exceptions to the rule, though. So of course, d- yeah, yeah, great point, great point. Definitely exceptions. Dying Light is I, I and, and I think when you mentioned the first thing you mentioned was the grinding thing. Like it takes too long to level up. I mm-hmm. think that was like the biggest strike against it for me already uh where i was like man i kind of like certain aspects of this but man they want me to really play 20 hours before i can slide like is yeah. that really what they want me to do yeah so they, that, that instantly put me off so so rod like i feel like you've definitely gotten further in the game than i have mm. because i think i think i'm just now being able to like get the ability where uh, i think my next skill point i could like vault like off of things okay yeah and man, it's just I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm maybe like ten to fifteen hours into the game, and that's it's just ridiculous because like it's not even that far into the tree. Exactly. Yeah. It, it it's the same issue that uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst had, and and one one reason why I think while there are certain aspects of that game that are good and successful, it overall was a little bit of a disappointment because. As Faith, uh, the character of that game, you want to be able to parkour the shit out of everything or at least like engage with the combat systems that you expect to engage in. And with Dying Light, too, they hold back so much of that for so long that you can't really like become effective at running or combat until you have played 50 hours of the game. And, it, it, you know, it, it was one of the things that put me off of of uh Days gone too, and one reason why I think don't think that game gets good until, or at least half decent until way, 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 way later. You know, after forty hours of play, because you have just made the game, you know, more tolerable in the sense of like, okay, the game was really annoying to play before, <clears throat> and now I'm just making it less so. Um, so yeah, you should you should be able to slide in a parkour game pretty early. Pretty I early think. in the game, yeah. So, and then like the. Yeah. Like the next point is that the story really didn't like 
I guess it's another game that the story doesn't really get going at the beginning because I yeah I don't I don't really get I, I hold on what, like so I think the gist is like you're an outsider yeah um, who a nomad a nomad and like nomads are people that like I guess travel from like camp to camp they're the only mm-hmm. ones that are like crazy enough to like actually travel great distances right and. <laughs> Yeah, and I like so. I guess you're you're in a new city, and like the city, like they, they, they. I guess they they don't like outsiders. There's some people who like that, like outsiders, and some people who don't. Like yeah. I think you're 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 basically, and this is like the this is like spoilers. I think this is like in like the trailers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you're you're infected. I think every, everyone's infected at this point. Yeah, I think so. So I guess I don't know the the story. Like I. I feel like my problem with it is that I just want to like just fuck shit up and it's the game is forcing me to like actually play it to do the fun stuff or like unlock like the fun abilities. Yeah. So and I feel like I until I could get further down into like the the skill tree it, the game isn't as fun as like I remember it to be. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm with you on that. And it's unfortunate cuz I was really hoping that this would just be like I would have completely played like another version of dying light, like mm-hmm. one, you know? Um, also just real quick, quick aside, like the graphical options in this game, aren't they like, isn't there like six options that you can choose or it's like, a, there's a lot. It's more than just performance and quality, isn't it? Yeah. yeah but I mean, if, you, if you're not playing in 60 frames, then what do you, what are you doing at this point? <laughs> like, I, I feel like the, this, for me, it's always going to be performance mode. Like it's it's cool it's cool certain games like it's it's cool like using like the uh, seeing like the huge like bump up yeah and and like ray tracing and like all the extra stuff but if it's not it's not if it's not like moving silky smooth I don't, I don't really care for it for a game like this a first person one specifically I definitely agree with you it it has to be performance mode uh, for mm-hmm. for me <clears throat> um, but man it's just it looks so rough in that mode though like it looks like it's on ultra low settings like on on a pc it, it's 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 rough um and, and honestly when you turn it up on performance mode some of the i think it's uh ray tracing is one of the features on there i don't know how well implemented that is like things still kind of look like textures are still a, a bit rough and it doesn't look like what you perceive a next gen game to be um and I hate I hate saying that because I don't want to be like super general about it, but you know, uh, but yeah, for me, mm-hmm. for me though, at, at what point does that matter if you're drop kicking a zombie off a building, or better yet, <laughs> drop kicking a zombie into like another group of zombies, which then like cause like chain reactions of of just a bunch of stuff going on? Yeah, like the, right. just the the mayhem. That's what I miss the most. Yeah, from, and which I feel like that's sort of like. You, you only really get that feeling towards the end of games. And I guess that's like the freshest memory I have of Dying Light. So, I, yeah. So, like, and, and it's something that I I feel like when I have more time, will I pick it back up? Yes. Maybe I'll wait for them to, like, do some patches, maybe fix the the, the XP grind. Uh, it's, it's, it's something I definitely want to, like, go back and, like, replay not even replay we're actually attempt to get go through again but yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you if you can catch it on sale, definitely catch this game on sale. Um, but like down the road, because because the other games that we're going to talk about this episode. I, I think it's well worth well worth your money. Um, let's, let's 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 jump into like another smaller game before we talk about like the big that like guy. I, I know yes. the biggest game is going to be Elden Ring. So I sort of want to go into a couple other games before we jump into that. Yeah, sounds good. Um, James, was there anything uh, that sort of stuck out that you've played over the past past couple of months? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I started that game, and that's a that was a, that's actually a fun game. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you talking about this one quite a bit, uh, James. Like in our in our group chat, so that's it's cool. It, it, this this thing looks really nice. I like the art style to it. I have not tried it myself yet, um, but I would like to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the the same type of writing that was in Dodgeball Academia, it, it feels like that. Ooh, yeah, okay. I did love that game. Absolutely. So I don't know if it got lost in the shuffle, but uh, I know you and I, James, have been playing. We, we played Sifu quite a bit. Yes. Yes. Um, so Sifu was, uh, it's by slow clap, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. developer. Okay. Um, they made absolver, which I played briefly, but really enjoyed. It's, uh, like, pres- I would, I would consider it precision based combat. I don't know if that's like an actual genre term, but like, that's what it feels like to me. Uh, and <clears throat> Sifu takes a lot of that philosophy and applies it to, um, a lot of, um, I would say, <sighs> like Asian action cinema, essentially like that's, there's a, it takes a lot of cues from, you know, uh, John Woo films like hard boiled and and things of that nature. Um, old boy, a lot of that stuff. Um, and it is, you're playing a, I guess you could choose between a, uh, a boy or a girl and, and you are getting revenge for your murdered master, your Sifu. And, you are essentially going through these levels. And I think, what is there, like five of them? Five levels? 
And uh, as you're going through these set pieces, you are just mowing down like hordes and hordes of people. Uh, and it's just so satisfying because it's like you get into this uh, flow state, this Zen-like almost uh, sense of mind where you are just fucking everything up. And it looks like so cinematic. Uh, it, it's you hear every bone crunch and and and. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, there's tons of objects in the world. You get bats and like uh, swords and knives and everything. It's just and everything to me that the thing that stands out in this game is not just the presentation style, but like how everything is animated. Like it's just so beautiful and fluid. And I think on PS5, it's, a, it's very steady 60 frames per second. And, and that was the first thing I noticed was like, how uh how well animated everything was like the way that you pick up an object is not the same like if you're running towards it than if you were to just stand over it and pick it up um and like the way that your character can just like sort of use their foot to uh give themselves the the weapon and then like you know plunge it into someone's eye or something is like brutal but it's like it's just so quick the game never loses momentum For, to me that's what sifu is all about uh momentum yeah, uh, James, you played quite a bit of this, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. 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 I was gonna say real quick, can we, let's talk about the um, experience, like the like leveling up and uh, like sort of like you just said, like the whole Dark Souls aspect of because um, this game is a is a is it rogue light rogue light light I think rogue it's rogue ish yeah it's light yeah l i t e yeah so you're essentially playing the same you're, you're you're playing the game until fail for the most part and you fail by every time you die your character levels up not levels up he gets older by a year like a year plus one so it's like you'll level up go you'll age a year and then you'll age two years and then three years and like pretty much it keeps uh scaling up until you either defeat a group of enemies or defeat like a boss and it'll get either shoot down that way or you could invest points to uh, shoot it back down to reset. So if you're in that mode of like not understanding an enemy or like not blocking a certain way, those like those deaths add up and they add up quick. So by the time you get to the end of the stage, let's say uh, you've reached 65 years old. I think the max is anything is it anything past 70 and then you die. Yeah. So anything past 70, then like, like it's game over. You lose all of your skill points and you essentially start the game over. But if you save up enough skill points to level up and get a, an ability, but then keep leveling it up so that you can keep it permanent, 
you you actually get to just like keep it for subsequent playthroughs. So mm-hmm. this this is once again going back to like that that feeling of like becoming more powerful and like staying powerful. Like I I think this game does that like really 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 well. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a it's a really really tough game. Probably one of the harder ones I've played recently. Like in my recent memory, I was like, "Holy shit!" And I was not expecting it to be that kind of experience. Uh, and so, one of the cool things that they do that's really generous is that they offer a lot of shortcuts through the levels as well. Um, and they're usually found through like various collectibles that you can find if you truly do explore the world. Um, cause it's, it's not, it's fairly linear, but like there are some hidden like side paths if you are diligent enough that you can go find. Um, and then they allow you to skip certain encounters. So if you do die and you start a level completely over, you can, you don't have to start from, you know, A to B completely. You can actually just, you know, cut through some of it. So that's, that was generous of them. Uh, cause I think otherwise would have, would have just been too brutal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a yeah. I think that's a get like a game of the year contender for me. It's up there. As on it's just start the list now. It it's that's actually not a bad suggestion. It's been a pretty good year so far. First half of the year <laughs> is insane with for games. Yeah. Um, so if we're still talking about small stuff, just real quick, a couple uh, quick hitters. I uh, I bought the Mario Kart DLC because I love Mario Kart, and uh, okay, and so far it's all right. It, it's the the tracks are good. I am not like the kind of person who's going to be like super. Like I've been playing Mario Kart eight for damn like I don't know six years now or something crazy like that. Uh, and it, like back on the Wii U, I was a big fan then. And then I think I've got like 50 hours maybe on the Switch version. So, so Rod, are you that person where you're playing Mario Kart on someone else's Switch and you're like, oh my God, you don't have all the carts unlocked? <laughs> no, 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 because I'll win anyway. Um, oh, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the one game I could talk shit on. That's the one game I think I'm actually like pretty good at. I, I suck at most games, but that game in particular, I'm pretty good at. And, in, and it's crazy because it's the one that's full of bullshit and luck. So, <laughs> like, whatever. Um, but, yeah, no, I deliberately try to play, like, really late at night. So I just catch, like, uh, the Japanese children who might be on playing at that time. Uh, <laughs> the ones who are, like, 
20,000 points deep, uh, <laughs> which is definitely a thing that happens. Uh, and so that's really fun. But uh, but yeah, I, I bought the I bought the DLC courses and they are if you're not aware, they're all um, they're releasing eight courses at a time and two cups four races per cup and uh, they are all going to be like remakes essentially or um i guess holdovers from other games so like all of them gba 3ds tour uh n64 all of them um one of my favorites was choco mountain from n64 that's on the dlc docket for like wave one there's gonna be like i yeah yeah it is um and I, i really like that map i think it's really cool in eight they're going to do, I think, five or six waves, something like that. Um, it's going to last until the end of 2023. So they'll be releasing these for a while. Yes, that, that was the exact thought I had. I was like, OK, cool. So there's they're basically confirming no, no nine for switch. OK, got it. So, yeah, I, I sort of. All right. It's not even a hot take. I just already know I'm going to get like slate in the comments about this but okay I, with like i know people like so i know a lot of people that play mario kart and mm-hmm. they're, like they're they're generally excited about this they're like it's like you 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 just like i just heard the moment between you two where you're like oh choco mountain's gonna be in this and you're <laughs> like oh is it <laughs> i don't know i don't i i have no, i have no like recollection of like these like of these levels that people are really excited about so I, so for me, it's more of less like a, uh, a secondhand excitement for you mm-hmm. guys for these DLC levels because I because my roommate my roommate is the same way like he's he I want to see I actually want to see Rod versus my roommate in in Mario Kart just because because you like you just said that yeah you just said that you you, you know that's the one game you could like completely warp people in and this yeah. this man right here is a, like I, he hasn't caught an L yet he's like he's pretty good I feel like oh, man. when 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 you could tell when he's actually playing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> when he has the, when, yeah, yeah. When he has the weights on. He's got he's got the weights on his uh on his wrists. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, he's gonna have to take them off. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So so you know it, it's cool. I feel like this is good for Nintendo. I feel like Nintendo yeah. is sort of like peeping game on the whole DLC game because mm-hmm. they they some there some of the games do it. A lot of their games do the updates for free though. So it's gonna be interesting to see. Like this type of like DLC, what does this mean for like other Nintendo games? Does this mean we'll see new worlds in like a Mario game? That's what I was hoping for Odyssey, but it, it never came. And like um, even, but even at that, the same like thing, like the whole like uh, nostalgia trip of like maybe putting pulling in old worlds from like uh, like uh, like Super Mario sixty four or uh, what, was, what was the one on the Wii. Um, Galaxy, yeah, wouldn't that be dope with yeah. them like reimagining it, but like using the the newer engine? I'd buy that. Yeah, yeah. I I I Chris, I I totally understand what you mean. Like when you're when you're saying like you don't understand the excitement. I, I totally get it. Like I am one of the weirdos who like really loves Mario Kart for whatever reason, and uh and, and I, I I fully support Nintendo's thing for this. It's like thirty bucks for almost fifty tracks. Granted, they're not brand new tracks, but like they'll still be reimagined for the Switch. And um, but it, but but mm-hmm. imagine imagine like Nintendo. Instead of doing it as like a DLC, them mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, Mario Kart Nine 
is all of this stuff? Like how, like, are, yeah. So I, I, honestly, I, I mean, I, I say I'd rather see them do stuff like this, where like they'll bring in all like the nostalgia stuff, like, and support a game that way. And then when they eventually introduce like the next game, yeah, I, I, I have a, I have a new concept. I mean. I mean, what you were talking about is basically Mario Kart 8 right now, because when you look at like half the game, half the base game are like old tracks. Um, and, and and when you think about it, this DLC pack is technically DLC pack, too, because the deluxe edition came with the original DLC packs on from the Wii U. So they, they already did this. The only difference being that there were actually new tracks in that. And this one is only older ones. And and speaking of like Mario Kart Deluxe um, uh, Ultimate, like I know you're joking, James, but like seriously, that is what this is at this point. I think like this is like the legacy Mario Kart in my mind. There's like fucking four Rainbow Roads in this. Um, and and you know I I think that that's actually really a cool idea. So I think that they will start applying to, like that Smash Bros mentality to at least a few of their other franchises, like legacy franchises. I mean. It, it's all connected baby <laughs> um so yeah that's been fun i played a little bit of kirby i'm not like super deep in that yet i think i just did the first world um that came out at the tail end of march and i think right when i was polishing off uh elden ring so i i haven't like dove in like too too heavy but but it's really fun so far have either of you tested that game yet just a demo okay um uh, yeah pretty much pretty much it's it's just that first world i really like this game it's it's cool i know it's cliche at this point to say but it's basically like kirby kirby super kirby odyssey i guess you could say like that's that's essentially the the ethos of this game is like put kirby in a bunch of like real world creepy situations where he can eat a car and become the car or a vending machine uh it's like fucking weird and off-putting but like also strangely endearing like kirby can be a staircase for what purpose you would think but there are purposes for that (laughs) um (laughs) and yeah yeah, it's really fucking strange because it's like kirby is in the world of a like an apocalyptic human wasteland but like it's still kirby and there's still cute shit happening so it's just so weird but again, it just works somehow. Um, it was like Mario in... Oh, what's, what's that? Kirby is weird. He... No, totally, dude. He is like killing... He's killing eldritch gods. It's it's insane. Um, all so because, yeah. And all I, because he's hungry too. Yes. Only reason. Yes. Yes. Kirby is a freak of nature, uh, but one that we must respect. So yeah, I, I, I look forward to playing more of this and, and probably coming on the show and, and talking more about it when I just... Uh, get more time under there um and last little small game i want to talk about real quick is uh i played the kaito files which was the dlc for lost judgment the first dlc that i think any of these games have had um i think ever like uh, at least in this capacity and it is a an eight hour adventure with kaito who is uh, yagami's sidekick from the judgment series i love kaito he's a really cool character but he just hasn't had like the most to do in those games, especially in lost judgment. There's a segment in there, a lengthy segment where he's like pretty sidelined, um, which was unfortunate. And cause I wanted to see those two together, but no, you get a full 
eight hours of nothing but Kaito, no side missions or anything like that, but you dive into a really cool digestible story. It's not like, you know, it's not a 40 hour epic or anything. It's like a small story concerning him and uh, one of the, his, one of his old flames and, and, and he kind of follows a mystery concerning her uh, and, and her family, her now family. So um, I found this to be really cool and endearing. And the final fight is one of the most fucking wacky Yakuza things I have seen in the series yet. Uh, and it was absolutely worth buying the season pass for. Uh, that's, that's all I will say about that. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, I think, I think you will appreciate the last like 15 minutes specifically. I think there's a, it's, it's, it goes, it goes places. Uh, it goes places. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's I think that's all for my smaller games. Did anybody else have anything like kind of small there? So uh, do we did we ever talk about uh Pokemon Arceus? No, I don't think we did. Mm-hmm. Oh man. All right. So I want to I feel like this is what I'll do. I'll 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 touch slight basis on the game here but i I sort of want to do like a a deeper discussion as like a separate youtube video or something um because man game game freak this is this is what when when you showed us quote unquote next gen pokemon when you said pokemon is coming to the home consoles sword and shield was supposed to be this this is what this is what we wanted this is what we wanted you guys finally did it right this is good Keep doing this. Don't fuck up, okay? Listen, I know right now that that you know Arceus is a spin-off game, but uh, uh I was a, a Violet and something and and Scarlet. Uh please please don't please don't regress. Please don't go backwards. Please so I I say all of this to say that Pokemon Arceus has been like the first Pokemon game in a long time for as like a like I I'll play all of like the the mainline games that come out like I I am a Pokemon fan, um, but this is the first game that I actually it it shook it this this is the this Pokemon Arceus is, is the breath of the wild for the Pokemon genre Pokemon game like I, honestly this genre I want to see more like monster collector games like this where they hmm. take that 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 truly open world. And I, I also like. I also appreciate that. Like for this game, they sort of took a step back, and instead of having like a truly open world, you have like these hubs. So each area that you're in, so you have like your main like hub, like city that you you know you accept your missions out of. You can get items. You could uh, just do like just miscellaneous stuff in the in the main city. Which when you're going out into like these little hub areas or Areas like across the is it the Shino or what's what's what is it in this game? See, I think it is Shino, right? It, it it is, but is another name. For, yeah. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, Hisuian, Hisuian. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So, um, instead of having like the whole map, you like have like these load zones where, uh, sort of like in Monster Hunter, you have that open area to 
like go around in, like you adventure in, uh, like and, and like the world actually feels like it feels filled with Pokemon because they are all like static. They're there, and um, it's just great. It's it's a it's a game that I honestly like had. It was it was the first game that came out this year. Yeah. So it had a it it pretty much had like a good chunk of my time set where I I could just sort of just jump in go in an area and just like catch a ton of Pokemon. Uh, the the game is essentially telling the story of like the the the, per, the first like the first group of people who completed a Pokedex. Mm. So like the the gist of the game isn't to like battle per se or like there's no like gym battles, but you're more or less fighting like wild Pokemon, like these vicious like giant like they like sometimes like the I think they're called the um, was it? What's the the giant Pokemon? What are they called? Alphas. Yeah. Um. Like these these giant Pokemon out in the wild. Like they those battles feel like the I guess what the trainer battles would have been. Because like you have like a couple of trainer battles in the game, but it's more so like story. Yeah. Yeah. Story battles. Um. It's just it's it's cool being able to like just like walk up behind a Pokemon, throw a Pokeball at it, and just catch it. Instead of having to go through the whole drawn out, all right, I'm gonna throw my Pokemon out, fight you, and then like weaken you, and then catch you. You can just straight up just walk up to a Pokemon, just throw throw a Pokeball at it, and catch it. Mm. I think that's like that single handedly one of the greatest like <laughs> improvements. I mean, there's other other great things, but it's just, it's it, it it did it did a lot right. It did a lot right. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. Rod, did you did you have a chance to play this? I did. I bought this day one. I was actually like kind of looking forward to this, especially coming off of um whatever came out last year, that remake game. Um right, Diamond and Pearl, which I didn't finish, but and I didn't dislike that game. I th- I thought it was fine, just other stuff was going on. Um but Ah, man, I I don't know. Like I I hear you all talking about this, and I'm like, damn, I wish I played that game. Like I wish I played that. Like the <laughs> game that you played is like the one that I wish. But as you're talking, like I'm understanding, kind of like my expectations might have been a little different already. Like I think I want the trainer battles. I think I want that experience. Like it wasn't for for me. Like I just found myself getting really board i'm gonna give it i'm gonna i'm gonna try to go back to it and play it like i think dying light came out like the week after and i just i just didn't go back and then it was just over at that point for me um but i played maybe like 15 hours i had to check my play counter but um there are things i liked about it i absolutely agree with you when you say like hey i want to be like in this wild area and like the pokemon are actually gonna fucking kill me my 12 year old person like i'm gonna fucking die out here like that is cool there's a real sense of danger i like the ability or the idea that you have to actually throw the balls and like catch the the pokemon like that's all that is exactly what you said earlier chris like that's what i thought sword and shield was going to be um or was it x and y whichever one had the wild area um sword and shield okay 
Um, but I, I, something about, I think the repetition of just catching a bunch of Pokemon and filling up those points was just not like hitting for me. It just wasn't clicking for me in like all that fun. But I, again, I think that like what I wanted out of it was just not what the game was giving it. So I think that's more of a me problem and le- I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Like, I think it's more of a me problem and less of like, it's like the game the game freak problem right no, like i don't think game so, they made a bad game so i think i think i had like uh, the the focus of my fun came from that but everything mm-hmm. that you're saying is a valid like knock against the game so don't feel like i'm, I'm giving like the game like uh, this is this isn't my game of the year but um no no everything that you're saying is extremely valid like that that was actually some some of the things that you said was actually some of the things that i would follow up everything i just said with is that mm-hmm. you're right like they're like besides the story battles, you know, you're not really fighting trainers like that. So if so, like a lot of like the the actual battling comes from battling like the alpha Pokemon, battling like these um they're like uh guardians, which sort of replace gym battles in this game. Uh so yeah, like I I I agree with everything you're saying because I in, in Scarlet and Violet, when they which apparently that you know they're they're it's more it's a more modern Pokemon game, so we're gonna have the battling back. Mm-hmm. Um I'd like to see the system from Arceus paired with like a modern day Pokemon where you're actually battling more. I, yeah, you know, I thought it was gonna be like like the traditional Pokemon experience where like you got towns and stuff. And then mm-hmm. as soon as I realized like, oh, it's not like like it's just one big open world and you get the hub, like the one hub, and that's kind of it. I was like, oh, okay. So that, you know, again, that's my expectations kind of being skewed. So maybe this the next game will be more of my speed, like more of what I'm looking for. But I totally hear people like, and it's not even a case of me going like, what the hell do you see in Pokemon Arc? Like I totally understand like why someone looks at this and goes like, yeah, this was fun as hell. Like that's, that's the majority opinion. And one that I can totally, totally understand. I just don't know if it hit for me, like it so, did for a lot of others. So, so being like the, you know, the, the, the person like that likes to come up with mm-hmm. like competitive teams and, and breeding mm-hmm. Pokemon and like doing all that, this game literally takes a lot of that out. So mm-hmm. when you, when you come down, when you're looking at like the basis of battling in this game, they mm-hmm. do a couple of like changes where, um, you have your normal move, which you either do like a super version of that move, either by um, making it like super fast, meaning like your your move will hit faster, but it'll be weaker, and you'll be able to like move again quicker. So like there are certain instances where like if you're using like these speed versions of these moves, you're pretty much like hit attacking like 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 back to back to back. Um, and then there's like the opposite of the end of that, where it's a more like powerful hit, but you're doing more damage, but your Pokemon like takes more turns to like actually uh, uh, hit like fight again. So that's like the the deepest that it goes, uh, because they they got rid of hold items, they got rid of abilities. So a lot of the strategic things you can really do with your teams sort of went out the window because you're not really battling like that. You're more or less just using these Pokemon out in the out world to fight and catch other Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so at, at some point it's not, it's not, it's not unfair to say that this game is one dimensional because it's yeah. sort of, it's, it's sort of like it's, it, 
pulled back from some of like the deeper things. So like the person that's mm-hmm. investing a bunch of time, like breeding Pokemon, uh, doing shi- shiny hunting in this is like a is is really easy apparently. Um, it's, like, it's the easiest it's been in, in games to the point where some people, I don't know, like it's before when you used to see shiny Pokemon and like someone to have like a full team of them, it's like okay. That person's cheating because there's no way that this person <laughs> has the time to, to get all these shots. Yeah. But in this game is it's something where like they have like systems built around like catching a bunch of Pokemon and like that increasing the chance of seeing a shiny Pokemon. So um they do good things to like move it forward, but then the whole half of dampening down the battling system, like that sort of pulls it back down. So when, when you look at like the long run of this game. I can see someone spending less time playing. Like once you complete the Pokedex, that's really it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, yeah, that, that's kind of what it felt like to me when I was playing it. I was like, this is a, even though I almost felt like Sword and Shield, like should have been the test run. Um, but this one felt like the the real one. This one felt like, okay, you should get ready because we're taking it in this direction from from this point forward. Like I feel really good for the, pokemon fans out there who like really and, and also by the way like this is coming everything i'm saying right now is coming from someone who is like not really a pokemon fan anymore so like take everything i'm saying with a grain of salt but um you know but i i want to be i want to be one into one of these games again like that's that's the thing so i'm gonna give this other one a shot um and i think it, it'll be more my speed i hope so because i i honestly i feel like they're gonna fuck it up I just, I, I can, I can, I can honestly say I have, I have zero faith going yeah. into this next game. Uh. This is me like trying to curb my expectations because as much as I want it to be like the next best thing, like I'm already putting ideas of things that would make sense for them to do that they're not going to do. So mm. that's that's just I, I know, I know myself. But um, like I said, I, I don't want to take up too much time talking about this game, which I feel like I already have um let's let's talk about let's talk about the, the elephant in the room let's talk about and this is i guess this is gonna be the, the the last game that we talk about oh um, no horizon mm, okay let's oh talk about horizon okay <laughs> <laughs> unless that was the game my bad no 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 no, no, no. yeah yeah like, I, I completely forget yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> but yeah, no. Let's let's talk about Horizon real quick. So I'll I'll say that I as much as I told myself I wasn't gonna play this game, and I was gonna play the finish the first game. Uh, yeah, I'm weak. I went ahead and got it, and uh, it's great. It's great. But I once again have found myself falling into the same trap that I fell with in the first game. So mm. this is me saying that this is <laughs> the floor is open for you guys to sort of gush about the game. Gush, you say? Oh, oh go no, ahead, James. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. From from the first one, or like just this one? Okay. Right. Is it 
Is it is it because it, like are you saying is, is it like a thing where she she should know better and she's okay. Mm-hmm. She, she really does tell everybody to fuck off. And it's actually hilarious at some point. It's like, damn, like, you know, you, you might need some help at least once. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how how deep are you in that game like hour wise oh no <laughs> mm. yeah yeah Oh, so so you have you have not gotten to the mission called Death's Door then? Okay, um, I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to try. <laughs> what? That wasn't subtle at all. <laughs> um i'm not gonna lie james i don't know i thought i could follow you and i don't know if i can follow you on this one okay (laughs) okay so that was just a bad description okay so i was gonna say that's that's like a big plot point of like i i I guess i I guess for horizon but maybe maybe i'm completely missing it so that's good. good job good job okay okay Okay. Okay. Oh wait. Okay. So, would you say? Would you estimate about like you've played about twenty hours of this game? Okay. So, how about this? Um, did you? Okay. So you know how the game starts with like, I have to find Hades. Did you find Hades? Okay. Okay. So you did get to like the reveal then. Okay. I'm gonna try to be vague for people who have not like played this yet. Um. But but that is for me because because so far I will say James like I'm actually surprised at how like one to one we are on this right now like everything that you said I completely agree with you like big fan of the first game this game not as much of a fan but I think but I think it's mostly due to the story I think most of the gameplay stuff is like there's a lot of quality of life changes and I think that's that's all fine. But I think with the issue with the story to me is that number one, it takes way too long to get started way too long. Like you're playing for at least 10 hours before almost anything of note happens. And I almost legit fell asleep in the first like three hours trying to play. It was it was just brutal. I mean, I'm not even trying to be like funny about it. Like it really was difficult to like slog through it because they're trying to do a thing where they're reminding you of things that like it's Aloy and Varl. They're hanging out. And Aloy's like, say, hey, Varro, remember when we XYZ'd in the game, like the game prior? And it's just 
and it's that for three hours. And I get it. The game was like five years ago. But at the same time, like that was a really long time to do a recap. And then on top of that, the game gives you itself kind of piecemeal. So it like says, okay, go West Aloy. Aloy goes West and a, a large portion of the map pops up and you're like, great, this is really big and cool. And then the story beat happens where things sort of change and it says, okay, go even further West. And it's like three times as big as the original map. And you're like, Oh my God, we are Ubisoft now. Like it is straight up Assassin's Creed style, like map garbage everywhere. Um, and it's like, it, it, it's just, it's overwhelming and there's no like real sense of like propulsion. Like I don't feel a sense of like, oh, wow, I'm going to go do the arena or I'm going to go do this side mission. I just get really like overwhelmed at that when I see like 50 bajillion things on the map to do. Um, and the the one thing that it does interest me and, and also the game that we're probably going to talk about in a second just completely killed this game for me. Just flat out. Um, but beside that, there is a narrative plot beat that happens right after you you know, uh, find the thing you're supposed to be looking for where I was like, okay, that's actually really interesting. It took like 15 hours to get there, but like, I'm interested in this thing. Um, I want to make a comment quickly on Aloy's demeanor, because I think that's a point that's like, that's, that's an interesting point that you make. Like the first game is like, you discover all of this shit that happens alongside Aloy in the world. And that's like presented to the viewer or the player as well. And I was thinking that Aloy might be like, and, and I, I kind of like that she's sort of apathetic. Like, I don't have a huge issue with her character as far as like, she's just kind of like, man, fucking whatever. Like, I've basically had my life's purpose uh, completely, you know, shit on. Like, all of this shit is a lie. There is no God, basically. And I just, that's kind of, hu- I mean, it's fucked, but it's also humorous to me in a way. Um, <laughs> and so I kind of like that. But what I, what is kind of off-putting is that she has all these friends and people who are like with her and maybe that's just part of her character journey and arc is like she has to learn to trust other people but i think that point is like kind of drawn out at this point and it's like all right we get it you should like let these people die in your stead if you need to like fuck it um so i i i do mostly agree with what you're saying about like ailer's a character and she also like is one of those protagonists who talks a lot to herself like a lot because she doesn't have like I think this game would benefit from like a party system of some kind, like Final Fantasy remake style, like you're hanging out with like Aaron and Varl and you're just having banter amongst each other or like Yakuza 7 where you're just like walking down the street and you could just like choose different conversation paths. It almost feels like the game they were planning on having that at some point for at least at some point in development. Maybe they were thinking about it because she just says so many things and has like full on conversations with herself where it's like, man, it'd be real cool if we could just like have other people around. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a real moon night situation. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mass effect or guardians that we just played last year. Um, yeah, so I, I'm completely with you, man. I, I think that there's just... The Horizon Forbidden West is not a bad game, but it is the epitome of an open-world-ass open-world game. Like, it is that style of game completely. Like, if you are not in the mood for that, I don't think you're going to like playing this game. 
straight up. Like, even if you're interested in the story, I mean, because that's what it is. It's like, mark this thing on the map, go here. And I mean, it's the best version of one of those things. But like, for me, you guys know, for the last year or so, I've been like really vocal about being tired of that kind of game. And I've been burned out a lot on it. And so dropping it so early was kind of depressing for me because there were a lot of aspects I liked. It's a beautiful, gorgeous game. Game looks fucking stunning. Now, this is one of the ones, Chris, I'm playing on quality mode, not performance. Like, it's 30 frames per second, but God damn, this thing looks amazing. Um, Like, truly stunning. Where I just, like, sit. I take pictures. I don't ever use photo mode in games, but, like, I actually kind of use it a little bit uh, in this one. But... Yeah, man, I, I'm going to go back to it. I think I'm going to go back to it pretty soon because I'm like my plate is getting a little bit like more clear and my actual life is like I'm, it's not, you know, pounding me into a, a fucking oblivion. So like I've got like the uh, space and capacity to play some of these games. Um, so I think this is one of the top ones I want to go back to. But oddly enough, it's not one I'm like really hype about. Like I'm, I'm almost doing it out of obligation and because I want to see where some of these narrative strands go. It's kind of where I'm at with Horizon. Hmm. I'm in the same boat that I was with the first game, so I may may not finish it. <laughs> I don't know, um, but no, like I feel I I could I could. It's funny. I feel like Aloy, like her character, is is like growing up. She sort of wanted to be like part of like the culture. She wanted to be with people. She wanted to like have a family, but then she came to realize that she's an introvert. She don't want to be around these folks. <laughs> you solved it. You cracked it, Chris. <laughs> yeah, but I could. I mean, it's, it's like you said. It's a it's a cool game. I can see people that really like it. I can see why. But, um, yeah, <laughs> that's it yeah. right there. Yeah. And, yes. <laughs> and, speak, and speaking about open ass world, yes, let's, let's talk about Elden Ring. Let's let's talk about this. This uh, Roddy, do you, yeah. Um, <laughs> do wow, you, you want me to you start? Want, yeah, <laughs> okay. You want to you want to start this one? Wow, yeah. Um, <laughs> James just sitting back, like grabbing some popcorn. Yep. Um. So yeah, Elden Ring. I. This was a game I was like, so obviously big souls fan love from software, love all those games. I think they're great. I was a little skeptical about this one because open world. And like I just said, like I've been very skeptical of open world games. And I was, when they announced that I was like, this is not what I want from these games. I do not want anything open world related in this shit. Um, and I was wrong. I was very wrong. I was insanely wrong. I was so wrong that it's almost not funny. Um, I have platinumed this game. I have platinumed this game. It is the second game I have ever platinumed in my life. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't really go for trophies. I usually don't care for trophies at all. Um, but I platinumed Spider-Man because that was just easy. And I liked that game. And, uh, and then this one. So I really fucking love that game. All I have to say is uh good luck to everything else coming out this year uh i i don't know how you're gonna do it <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna play a better game this game gave me the feeling in a video game that i have not experienced in a very long time in, in like in a game 
Um, it gave me a sense, a deep sense of exploration, adventure, um, thrills, frustration at points, uh, as these games are wont to do. Um, I felt everything. I felt like this was like when people talked about Breath of the Wild, and I was a little late to the Breath of the Wild train. I, I don't think I played that day one. I played that a little bit later in life. Um, but this is like my Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, great game. Amazing game. But this is like my version of that. This is like the thing I think that pushes the open world genre and how people should think of open world. Like when I when I talk about being tired of open world games, like I want games to be more like this. I don't have to, they don't have to be Elden Ring. They don't have to be exactly like it. But like take the design philosophy of an Elden Ring and apply it to all your open world templates. Let me give you a quick example of, of what I mean. So in Elden Ring, there is no, there's a map, but there is no map vomit. There's no like, you know, it's not a, like Assassin's Creed. You turn on Assassin's Creed and there's just like fucking a million icons everywhere. And you kind of just like pick and choose where to go. The thing that Elden Ring does that's so neat and that encourages exploration is that it will have icons, like rough icons on a map. So you'll see like maybe the outline of, of a cave or something that might be be something you don't actually know until you go that's automatically engaging the player immediately and and saying okay player we want you to go check this area and when you go you might and this happened to me constantly i played this game for about 130 hours this game came out a month and almost two months ago at this point that is fucking insane for me i do not play games like this like ever i do not play i do not consume games like this in that short of time so for me to play that much in that little is 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 nutty um anyway so like you're it's you're they're engaging the player to explore um to find and get sidetracked by five other things can't tell you how many times i went in search of something i literally wrote in my notes app on my phone things that i wanted to do i have never in my life done that ever i was like and, and some people were saying hey this game needs a quest log i get it i wouldn't be against something like that like i it, it is a little that's one of the flaws i think like that this game has and this game does have flaws don't 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 it's a masterpiece but it has flaws like there are things that it could do better i would love to see something like a quest log when you play the game for 50 hours in an hour two some lady told you to go visit I don't know, whispering woods or whatever the fuck. And like on hour 50, you're like, oh damn. Like you run into that same person and they're like, hey, did you go do this yet? And it's like, ah, shit. Like I did, I fucking forgot. I was like 50 hours ago. Like I, I get it. I understand. We probably need something like that. But um, that never deterred me from continuing to explore. So that was a question I like seriously wrestled with the entire time I played Elden Ring. Like, why is it that I love this game? Why do I love not knowing what, what I'm doing or where I'm going exactly, but just like being let loose? But yet in a game like Horizon, something we just talked about, I look at the map and I get fatigued. Like, why is that? And I realize I've spent like probably five minutes talking about like the philosophy of Elden Ring and not like Elden Ring. But that's like why I'm so fascinated by it. Because it presents those kind of player questions, like the the you know with agency and and things of that nature, like that's the stuff that's the shit in video games that hits. Like that's the shit I'm interested in as a player. Um, you know, as someone who comes on a podcast, you know, 
once every four months. Like I, like I appreciate that. Like we, like I can have like that sort of discussion. Like that's the shit that interests me. Um, I don't want to rant too long. Like yet, I have way more shit to say about this game. But for, I just want to pause for a second and like just let, like let you guys like kind of you know jump in at any point here, whether it's this or just something else. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, try jumping. <laughs> right. Exactly, because if you're really stuck, truly, just go somewhere else. Like the game teaches you that so early by placing Margit, the first major uh, critical boss, like pretty early, like in your adventure. Like if you were to just beeline, you follow the grace point markers, like straight to Margit. Like you're probably gonna get stomped pretty early because you know you're you're gonna be under leveled. But the game is telling you in so, oh so many ways, like. Hey, maybe don't fight this person yet. Like, go go somewhere else. Go 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 explore. Like, we created a whole world. Go literally anywhere else, and then come back and kick his ass. And that's exactly the lesson that I think is so so good in this game. And they 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 made no time in like in teaching you that. 
Um, I, cause I truly believe you're meant to go south first. You go up north to the castle, get stopped for a bit. Then you travel all the way south where like, that's great area for beginner. That's exactly what I did actually. I, well, I did beat Margit, um, like pretty quick, but I only say that because I had just come off of playing Bloodborne and Dark Souls, like almost back to back. I was playing with, uh, Elena, our, our Twitch mod and, we she played those games for the first time. We played them together, so I'm like fresh off of uh, off of that. But pretty much after Margit, like I beat him after a few tries. But then I got to Godric, and Godric was not fucking around. And I was like, okay, maybe not right now. And then I went south, explored Castle Morn, and all of that stuff. Found uh, the, the the woman by the edge who's like, hey, my dad's at this castle. Can you go like check out what's up with that? And then I get enraptured in that. And I see all these giants. I find a few caves. Like, before you know it, I've blown past, like, five hours. Like, that's insane. The level of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's kind of in an asshole location, just so you know. Like, they they, they were kind of mean about putting him where they did. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like, I, I, it's that sort of distraction. I always had at least three or four things. That's why I had to keep a notepad in my phone, because... Like I would get distracted so easily. I'd be like, oh, well, I got to go get it in this cave. And then you want to do the the quest or you want to complete the obstacle because like you said, James, like there could be an item that will be very useful for you at the end of that. Like you don't, you have, you have no idea. It could be anything. So yeah, Chris, I've noticed that you were, uh, you know, kind of smiling a little bit. I'm just curious, like what your thoughts are right now. All right. So I am speaking for that, that group of gamers who who've been like, okay, I, I hear people talk about Bloodborne. I hear people talk about Dark Souls. Let me try this out. Holy shit, this game is hard. Um, this just just isn't for me. All right, Elden Ring. Elden Ring's apparently the Breath of the Wild of like the, the Souls games. This is supposed to be like, and then like the the the, the overencompassing of like when the game released and everyone was like ten out of ten. Yeah, this is the 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 game of the generation. I was like, okay, all right. So, so again, I, I followed into the hype the night before. Get the yes. game. I was there with you. Yeah, yeah me and Annalena. Yeah, yeah. And um, so this game is still Dark Souls. This is still a Souls game. Like, yes. don't this this that has not changed like at all. So for people people like me that hear that this game is great, this game was like is it's. It, it it will it will change like the 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 future generation of like games like this like I can see why, but it's not for me. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. Now I want like hearing you say that all right, the game teaches you to you know turn around and like go do other things. I'm fucking hard headed. All right, like, if <laughs> if it's a boss right here, and I, I'm. I'm like, okay, maybe they, maybe they put it in my way to be like, all right, just get good and and, and you'll beat the boss. That that first, like the I guess what's his name? El, El is it uh Eldrick? El what you say his name was? The first like um, Margit? Margit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that that's like that bit of game, like right there, like has I guess took like the biggest chunk of my total playtime is like trying to fight him. And then what and then like you're right. I think eventually I did get upset and just like turned around and like just started doing other things. And I leveled yeah. up that way, came back and, and I did beat him. So, nice. 
to me, that wasn't more or less like the game teaching me that's how I should play the game. That's more or less me just being mad and just like trying to like just fucking around and then going back and and, and beating him. So mm-hmm. I I'm more inclined to go back and and play this game than yeah. I am for like like because I have the the Demon Souls remake for PS5. Uh-huh. I have Bloodborne. Um, I'm pretty sure I have other Souls games. I'm more yeah. inclined to like going back and playing this because the like the time that I did have playing it was fun, mm-hmm. and I I feel like they it, this is what this was one of those games that they they made enough changes to like the formula of like Dark Souls yeah. that it's it, I want to say it's more accessible. Yes, that's what I was about to say. I think this is the most accessible one. I don't think it's e- the easiest. I don't think it's e- an easy game, uh-huh. but I think it's accessible. There's a difference. Um and like and and by that, by accessibility, I mean things like allowing a lot of co-op partners, right? Uh versatility in builds, the ability to actually leave and go, and go somewhere else. Like you really didn't have that before. Like you could go to other places, but those games were linear. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna go, you can only your your farming potential was a little limited, whereas it, you're not as limited in Elden Ring because you have m- vastly more places to visit from the jump. Um, so yeah, no, I'm completely with you. It, this game is absolutely way more accessible. Um, from the jump. Yeah. So, huh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm sort of like that's that's why I'm at with the game. It's yeah. like, I, I, every, like everything that you that you're saying that you said about the game. Like I I I'm with you with it. It's just it's more it's it's I, I don't want to say it's more Dark Souls. So I mean, it kind of is. It, it's it kind of is, but they but they 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 take the Dark Souls template, but they do put a new spin on it. So like it's like it, it, it's, it's like it's Dark Souls, but you have a jump button. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's Dark Souls, but like you're not confined in starting the game in a hallway and not being yeah. able to turn around and go do something else. I feel like exactly. the game, instead of starting the, the game, instead of it starting you in a hallway, you're more or less like an open field and it yeah. gives you that freedom to like, re- honestly, you're right. Just go and do whatever you want. Um, yeah. and, I, and I also think like, I shouldn't have started off as a mage. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think the, the best class for a beginner is probably Vanguard. Or whatever that one. I think it's Vanguard. Whatever I was. Or Vagabond. I'm sorry. Vagabond. So that's like the tanky build. I think. But also I say that. And usually the the tanky builds are like. I'm not going to say easy mode. But easier for beginners. But they're fucking hard in this game. They're like a lot of the enemies and bosses are very quick. They're very fast. You you almost need someone who's going to be able to fight at range. Because like by the time you are able to get in a few hits on someone. They're probably going to kill you or get close to it. So I don't know if mage isn't working for you. The respec option comes in very early and it's very easy to respec. So I wouldn't even let that deter you. Like if you're like, man, oh, I don't want to play this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that was my whole thing was like, okay, should I just, since I'm still quote unquote early in the game, yeah. uh, should I just like, just start over and create a new character? So that's, that's good to know. Yeah. Cool. I think you can respec and be okay. By the time you beat the second major boss, like in the game, you'll be able to respect. And that's the crazy part is that. So, so I honestly don't even know where I'm going at this point in the game. Like, Do you remember I, where you left I, off? I'm still going up a castle. I'm still going through a castle. Okay. Did you fight Godric? Who's that? Uh, the, 
Mm. He had a like a lot of hands. Like yeah, 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 yeah. That's, you fought him. You killed yeah, him. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, you maybe stopped at uh, Rhea Lucaria. Don't which even. is like, <laughs> yeah, it's a magic school. It's the academy. I haven't even made it. Like, I, I uh, opened the gate and then everyone shot at me. Everyone shot. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. I know exactly where you are, dude. Um, that's so you beat Margit. I don't think you beat Godric yet. I think Godric is like beyond that. Oh, yeah. So I don't think you beat him. Um, dude, all you have to do, let me know. I will run through that game with you. No <laughs> problem. Like I have no issue doing that. So I did most of the game, so like almost all of it solo, um, because I just wanted to experience it that way. And but now I'm like going back and I'm helping a couple friends out who are like going through it. So like, hey, I would happily add you to the list, man. All you got to do is let me know. All right. Because that's that's probably what's going to have to happen because I need direction in this game. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's beautiful, man. The game is 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 really amazing, like in just terms of exploration. I don't even want to sp- like there are some things I want to say in awesome areas that like I want to tell you about. But some of the beauty in grandeur of this game is like discovering it for yourself and going like, Oh my God, I cannot believe we just X, Y, Z. Like it, it, it's just, it's amazing. Um, oh man. Yeah. Elden ring. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal game. I, I don't know. I'm sure we'll, we will talk. We will continue to talk about this game on some level. Um, I'm taking a bit of a, I mean, outside of co-oping with friends, like I'm not doing anything else. So like uh, with, with the game, um, but man, I, 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 I thought definitely, about doing I that. definitely feel like this is one of those, like when, when, you, when you talk about game of the year, like I, I already know that's going to be, that's up there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as, and yeah. And, as, and I could say that it's going to be tough for any other game to really, like revolute, like sort of like cause, like cause a like make a conversation that like all right, this game like sort of changes things enough where you have people that love the franchise, like I guess falling back in love with the franchise even yeah. more because of the changes. But then, like you said, like the accessibility of people being able to just jump straight into this, even though they haven't played any of the, uh, the prior games, you could jump into this, learn how to play, enjoy yourself. Uh, yeah, it's accessible. So. It's, it, I can't, I like just off the top of my head, and I don't think, may, like, the are we gonna get God of War Ragnarok this year? Uh, I, I don't know, I, I doubt, yes, I doubt that's the like, so that's a game that I could maybe see like going like toe to toe. Um, that what what's big, like, what else, like, what do we have coming out this year? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, we don't know. Like, the the back half of this year is so uncertain, um, mostly due to COVID, and everything is liable to slip. We we're not going to know Nintendo's plans probably for another couple months until mm-hmm. June, presumably. So, you know, who knows what they're working on? No Metroid, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. I can't even begin to. Oh, Splatoon, maybe Splatoon three. I think that's slated to come out this year. Okay. I feel like maybe that's I feel like we've been seeing I've been seeing we've been seeing more of it consistently that I think that's coming out this year. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I will actually want to say that summer. I thought it might have been fall, but no, I think it's summer. So we don't know what their Nintendo's fall game is. We have no idea about Microsoft. Who knows if Starfield's gonna make it? Um 
I doubt. I also doubt. But I want to believe, but I doubt. Um, so Starfield could be like a like if they take the same uh, game design uh, and like just like thought of like these quote unquote Breath of the Wild type like games. Yeah, yeah. That maybe could be Starfield. Maybe. Maybe. I hope so, because I think the setting is prime for that. Like, that's what I want. Breath of the Wild, Elden Ring. Like, I want that sort of open world exploration experience from now on. Like, I, I'm so over these, like, you know, Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima. And these are games I like. I like these games. But, like, just the, I'm just going to put a marker on the map, follow the trail, watch a cutscene, go fight some people, and then do it all over again, rinse and repeat. I never felt that way in Elden Ring. Ever. You know, a game uh, did a really good job of trying to solve that, but still ended up being that way was Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima. That's that was a game that like not necess- like you could like play the game, but not necessarily really need to go into the menus that often because the game mm. will sort of lead you into where you need to go. And it's like where it's telling you where to go is not obtrusive. It's not like a giant ass arrow on your screen. Right. They tried. They tried with the wind system. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. 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 Like they they gave it a shot. I think ultimately it still kind of fell into some of those trappings because you still had bandit camps. And Elden Ring has bandit camps. Like they just don't label them, but they they're there. Um, you know, and they've got loot and people to kill. But I, I agree with you. I think Ghost of Tsushima tried to like try to get away from it it wanted to live in an, in that in-between space of a breath of the wild and like a assassin's creed um i i don't know how full i i still at the, at the end of that game like after 50 hours i still kind of felt like it was more like assassin's creed but you know i don't know i don't want to shit on that game because i i like that game so i don't want to like you know make it sound like i don't but if it's, if the sequel for that game comes out and it's more along the lines of Breath of the Wild, I'm not gonna have shit to say. Like I'm not gonna have anything to say about it. Um, I so, think that it's gonna be great. So at, at this point, is that what open world games like? Is that what the, the blueprint is now? Is this the new blueprint? I, I think this. I think this is a new blueprint. I it has to be. Like I, I think to compete with like quality, it has to be. Like Far Cry is also a great example of a game that's like really in debt to that assassin's creed like mentality it's it's Mm -hmm. that um really ubisoft in general but yeah i mean like they've got those games have got to evolve at some point like they've got to evolve past um those games and go more towards an elden ring like you put more of the agency in the player's hands like that's you have to you have to trust a player that's the issue with a lot of these games right they don't trust the player to find the content that they've spent three four years making so they have to like point it out and make sure that the player sees everything and checks everything off the menu. I don't know if I did everything in Elden Ring. I got the platinum, but I don't know if I saw all the catacombs. I really didn't use a guide for like almost all of my playthrough, for at least most of it. You know what's you know what's interesting? I feel what's like that? like these type of open world type of games have I feel like we've been trained to sort of play a certain way where like when you're playing these games, you're you're. I, le- I think James, you said this earlier, where you, you're you're playing the game, but then you're you're asking yourself, do I feel like I need to just sort of like speed through this, or wait a minute, like I turn I turn right and this there's huge like grand like skate 
that these developers have made and it's sort of like tempting you to go off the beaten path and like actually enjoy the game so like you like you have games like ghost of Tsushima, assassin's creed where i think with it being in your face too much it's sort of I think I think the the genius behind like this game design philosophy of just sort of like just letting the player do whatever they want it it it's, it sounds really simple but I think simple is what we sort of need now like I think we're so accustomed to like having a quest marker all right this is the quest I need to do these are the steps I'm going to go in and I think for me uh playing like the 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 latest Borderlands game I'm sort of not doing that like I'm on like the main quest but then, like, if someone, like, if side quest pop- pops up, like, I'm doing, like, the side quest stuff. But then I'm also seeing new side quest stuff. And, like, it's, I'm able to work on all of these quests at the same time. And it's sort of, like, it seems like it's a lot. But at the same time, it's, like, it's simple. Mhm. Mhm. Mm. And so, I, in, in Wonderlands, I guess there is there no way to like re-roll that weapon as like a stronger version of itself. Gotcha. So I, so I still think, like, this is, like, the blueprint for open-world games. But there's still, of course, like, room to grow. Because, like, I'd love to see some of the stuff in, you know, the next... Uh, like, I think I think Assassin's Creed, like, uh, those Ubisoft games sort of need to, like, take its time to sort of see what, like, this new trend is. And maybe, like, sort of shift towards that. Unless they, unless they want to, like, make up something completely new and, like, revamp their games... Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think they should they should chill and sort of like look at what's going on right now because a lot of these open world games, it's either you're in that camp of like this old style uh, Assassin's Creed, like you know you said uh, map garbage, um, yeah. and then you have this other side where it's you know compared to Breath of the Wild or compared to now compared to Elden Ring, I think these are like two branching yeah. paths of like the same like genre now. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I think that's exactly what it is. Um, And I hope to see more of the latter. Um, I just think it's more satisfying as a player. Like, yeah, a lot of these studios, again, it comes down to like, what do the studios want to do? Do they want, do they trust the player to find that stuff on their own? 
a lot of studios are going to say we had like, you know, we spent $10,000 on this quest line or on this character art or this dialogue or whatever. We're going to make sure the player sees it. That's just what a lot of play, uh, people are going to do. Um, and I, I, and I wish that they, they did it. I have a question. This is, <laughs> yes. ooh, and like, I think I'm going to clip this and, okay. and, and put this on social media. Uh Oh, but what does grand theft auto look like? Oh, and something my like this. So, so, you know, okay. I thought about that the other day, actually. Um, you know, I think grand theft auto five, as much f- flack as that game gets, I think did a really good thing in terms of pushing that forward a little bit. They, they introduced, I think like the random world events mm-hmm. in terms of like a big blockbuster triple a thing. And I, and I'll say red, uh, red dead redemption two took it a step further where things would happen. Like while you were just like riding on your horse randomly, and there were enough variations of those things that like, it didn't feel like it was happening too frequently. Um, where it would, like someone would come up and say, "Hey, someone's robbing me," and it would actually be like a trick, like it would be a ruse, like someone would try to rob you instead, like she was in on on the robbery uh, or whatever. And uh, I, I think the that game did even more than GTA V to push the open world genre like ahead. And that game's fidelity was insane, by the way. Like I don't so, know if you remember, but no, but yeah. like so, like I'm thinking. Would Grand Theft Auto Six, like in perfect, in like the perfect world, be this you know shift where instead of being like the you know the 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 was it the map garbage, it like yeah. it starts you off in you know whatever city this is based in, yeah, and you know you have the group of people who like when they played Grand Theft Grand Theft Auto, they're not doing the story, they're just running out just right. doing whatever. But like that's right. that's the beginning of the game. Like you introduce the character. You sort of introduce like the world a little bit, but then you sort of like just like just let them, you know, be free to like do what they want. So does that mean like, all right, will your character like do you take your character and like does he do like all these like side missions where you're doing like the like gig jobs? Like you're doing mm-hmm. fucking Uber, you're doing DoorDash to, to make money, but then like while you're doing these missions. They're introducing you to characters that are like in the quote unquote like main storyline missions. Wouldn't that be uh-huh. dope? So this sounds like a role play server <laughs> to me. <laughs> I'm just saying, start like start like just building the game off of that, and yeah. just you know, it's up to the player to find these missions to like that actually like push the story quote unquote story forward, or you yeah. just you, or you can just go around and just like do just do whatever you want. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, you're still building on something. James, I'm so sorry. I think I just like gave the million dollar idea and you missed the whole yeah. thing. Oh, god damn. Yeah, okay, now someone will take it. Rockstar will take it now. Okay, so so here's so what the question was was that we're, we're talking about how like there's this shift in open world games. You have your Ubisoft games, but then now you have your Breath of the Wilds, you have your Elden Rings. What does Grand Theft Auto, the next Grand Theft Auto look like? And if it if it looks like Breath of the Wild, if it looks like Elden Ring, like how do you, how do you, what do you, how do you start that game? So I say you start this game off as introducing your character, whether or not, whether that be your character sort of like flying into the city, you know, they're, them starting a new life, doing whatever, and introducing like the city itself. The city itself is a character. Uh, it's, you know, it's a living, breathing character. And it just like, just lets you do whatever. 
it just the game starts and you know you can it'll introduce like your first safe house maybe you're you're living with like family or something like that and you're, you're, like the the instance the thing is you have to make money you have to you have to you have to make a name of yourself so your friend your, your family member is like hey here's a here's a phone Go, oh man, we lost him. Again. Oh no, we lost oh, him. Man. man, I feel like oh. I'm actually like I'm 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 going deeper this time. So like, yeah, you uh, you know, you they, you you get a phone, and it's like, all right, you could go do Uber. You could go do like these odd jobs, or yeah. or hear me out. You have like their version of like Reddit or their version of like the dark, oh, God. dark web. Where you oh, can start, no. oh, you, God. Can, you can start getting like these contracts of like doing different things. You want to move drugs, okay? You want to like be a hitman, okay? All that's All right, on the dark we've, web. We've got, we've gone too far. We must wrap it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's time to wrap it. Up. We've got. To- <laughs> <laughs> all this to say, all this to say, um, <laughs> you're right because I, I that thing, I, I think this, this is uh, that's genius. Yeah, I think I think all you have to do is uh, go purchase Grand Theft Auto Five, mm-hmm. go to one of the role play servers, and I think you'll find at least half of what you said on there. Already. Damn, you're right. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up episode one twenty two. Um, I feel like we only really touched like the, the the tip of like what we really wanted to discuss because there's a lot of yeah. a lot of games that's come out. It's 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 April, y'all. My once again, my yeah. fault. I forgot, but we back though. We back. We're back. We're back. We're putting out more content. We're trying to engage more. So please, if you see the clips, share it. If you uh, heart it, like it, comment, all that. Um, I, I appreciate. I appreciate all the all the the messages from people. All the, the you know, yeah. people that that you know the real ones. Y'all know who you yeah. are. Yeah. But uh, Rod, what you got for the people? If you really love what you've heard, go ahead and support your boys on any podcast of app that we are available on wherever you got this fine podcast today apple music spotify i'm sorry apple podcast spotify uh we're on soundcloud everywhere if you want to hit that five star for us give us a high rating leave a comment it helps with our visibility we really appreciate it and also shout out to the people who really did uh just like chris said i actually got some some messages people like actually were like yo where's the show we're back baby we're back with that we're out for another week uh catch y'all next time peace all right